There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your referee, host, and transfer student, Wonderboy, Mike. Uh, today, I am joined by the reincarnation of Joseph Joestar, JW. Welcome, JW Joestar. How are you? I'm going to use my Joestar family technique. <laughs> Racism. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then, I'm going to have so many shows try to spin off and copy stands. Good job, buddy. Um... And I'm also joined by the man who's single-handedly responsible for keeping Isekai in production because of how much he watches them, Ethan. Thanks, Ethan. What a waste of freaking time. We could have so much better anime if it wasn't for you, buddy. I, no, I the, feel the like, real unironically, is, that's one of my best. Like no, the, the real crime are all the fucking light novels he purchases. <laughs> no, that is the crime. That for sure. That's I true. Mean, I guess that's part of it, huh? Ooh. On my so own. So much money. Where do you get it? We you could capitalist pig. Yeah. Oh, no, now see that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's also be clear, they're dirt fucking cheap. Oh, okay. But he still has to purchase an ungodly amount, so I think it evens out somewhere along the lines. It's grotesque anyway. one way or the other. <laughs> In case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, Ethan will be defending Seven Nights Revolution. Going up against JW, who will be defending Full Dive, the rest of the name I'm not going to continue to say, because it's just too long. It's a light novel. As always, I hope you brought your A-game. Anyway, guys, how was your viewing experience of these two wondrous animes? I feel like it was Gosh. pretty good. You know what? I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah? Hmm. And not by seven nights. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Uh, Ethan, have fun, have a good time. Yeah, I don't know. That I guess same. Uh, I'll just say okay. same. Okay. What about you? Right. I never ask you. What, what about no, yours? No, no one ever does. It's fine. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it is what it is. I watch crappy anime for a living and for fun, without this podcast. So it's just you know another two added to the book. Uh, I think I'll side with Jay. I don't know which one's gonna go through right now, but you know, full dive was at least slightly surprising in some ways. And Seven Nights was exactly what I hoped it wasn't. So, But we'll see. You guys talk me into it. Talk me out of it. We'll have some fun. Um, and on that note, because uh, one is sort of more boring than the other, we'll start with it. Ethan, why don't you tell us oh. about Seven Nights Revolution, episode, uh, episodes one, two, and three? Well, let me convince you that it's not boring. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but we'll try. Good luck. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Well, you know, I, I, there's, a, there's a very easy way you can do it. The first thing <laughs> yeah, you just wanted okay. to do is just describe the premise. And if I feel like I've heard it before, I'll, I'll, throw, my, I'll throw my keyboard through my window. Is that okay? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, just be prepared to not point. touch your yeah, no, keyboard. I, I've got the keyboard in my hand. Don't worry. Oh, oh okay. All right. Okay. Uh, imagine a world. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Think vampires. No. Um, so imagine, <laughs> imagine a world. Where there are monsters that are CGI and generic, um, mm -hmm. and that there are a bunch of good guys that uh -huh. train in a school, and then one day they may get lucky and get picked because they are the true descendants of a, uh, a former set of knights, and they will carry on the banner of uh, their their ancestors to fight the big 
black CGI bad guys. So which one is Cerberus? <laughs> Cerberus. <laughs> um, personally, what I saw out of it was a uh, Demon of High School or whatever it was. High um, School of Demon Academy? Of... Wait, Demon that of one, High yeah. School Academy? Wait. The, wait, wait, misfit of Demon Academy? <laughs> wait, there's a misfit that demons my academy? Oh, oh wait, I don't like that one. The that misfit one... among <laughs> demons haunts my academy? Ooh, woo. <laughs> Who wrote this title? Step up for the Demon Academy? Is that what this is? <laughs> Step up showdown for the demoning? Demons press my buttons all over the bed, and then we eat Mexican. Food. I feel like that's, that's like really far out, right? Colon Mexican food. <laughs> It just repeats it. (laughs) It's just a bath of guacamole. (laughs) So, um, did your did your keyboard make it? Yeah, I've never heard of this before. (laughs) Oh, I just destroyed my keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on, as you were. Uh, Yeah. All right. So, I mean, it's basically what I said, where there's seven knights and they all fucked a lot after they beat the bad guys. And if they didn't fuck a lot, there wouldn't be ancestors to carry on their literal magical abilities. So Wait, I, I thought the whole premise of the show was that the heroes of, of time have to have descendants, but we can't ever imply that they have sex. So we just skirt around that idea. Yeah, it's you know what? It's kind of like the Marvel, uh, the MCU, because the MCU, it's like you have these extremely sexy people, but like no one fucks. You like, can't you know fuck. it at all. You have yeah. to look good, but you can't fuck because their yeah. purity will be called into question. Also, then you can't market them to children who no one wants to admit are furiously masturbating to them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like the fact uh, that Captain America literally now talks about his own ass as being America's ass. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the joke yeah, is over. That's as far like, as it can go. That's as far as it can go. Yeah. No, but like, my favorite one is that like every once in a while you'll in these like one wonderfully stupid anime reviews either on youtube or on on the internet they'll they'll say the phrase great design and i (laughs) I feel like lately i've been on a quest to try to figure out what the fuck that's even what that means because every time someone's like oh my god check out this design it's so great and i look at the picture and it's this girl in spaghetti straps and weird things that are legally i think called clothes grafted onto her skin and i go so what's good about the design and I think for a second, like I try to, I try to break down what I'm looking at into bits and try to figure out, you know, the personality and the motivation or maybe like the powers or, or uh-huh. I'm just trying to figure things out about the character. Right. And I, and I write down my guesses and I, and I try to like really dig deep and then I look it up and I'm always fucking wrong because these characters designs are all absolute trash. They don't mm-hmm. do anything. They don't communicate anything. No, in some some cases, they actually tell you the opposite. And they're all, and without fail, excruciatingly generic and uh, like carbon copies of other characters. So wait, you're it's telling me you don't, you don't like the mech that is literally only designed to be a set piece on a ship? Like, no, is you that know, what you're telling me? It's a crazy idea, but I think more design went into a literal figurehead than the woman piloting it. That is, yeah. you know what? That is true. I do agree with that. I 100% am with that. There's just more polygons, so it took about 15 minutes longer to draw. Uh, in case anyone wants to go look up what that was, that was uh, from Back Arrow from last season. Yes, so, yes it was. Golly. Just I look feel up like Back at this point, Arrow, we've done so many. Figurehead, you know, we to... problematic, 
<laughs> no, if this? you look it up, if you look it up by problematic, no one's gonna actually yeah. like know what you're talking about. Well, I, well I had what, to... you'll, what you'll find is a bunch of threads talking about how it's totally not problematic, unprompted. Yes, yeah. Nobody said yeah, it's problematic. True. They're they're just rushing to the defense of their waifu bot figurehead, even though nobody really talked about it. It's like they feel the need to head off the criticism. Almost as if they know deep down that it's There's shit. There's going to be a problem, yeah. Yeah. Like, they feel yeah. guilty just looking at it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's a, a fair amount of that. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't see as much backpedaling on the reviews as we do all <laughs> yeah. the time. Oh, my God. You're writing a for review sure. for an anime, yeah. and you start off on the defensive. Like, some, yeah. like you know people are going to criticize you for watching this. <laughs> because deep down, you know... You're kind of a piece of shit for doing it. Like you, you've locked yourself in an impenetrable bunker, and you're yelling out through a small mail slit. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Why can't people like things? He says, <laughs> shuddering the the slit and standing behind his titanium doors. Huh? <laughs> I've got 20 years of canned food here, and I'm ready to have a calm and reasonable talk. <laughs> I'm ready to have a calm and rational debate. About how this is good and it's okay if people like it. He's Why can't like anyone just see things from it. my perspective? You don't mind me. I'm going to go inside my mountain fallout shelter before we have this discussion. And let, let me tell you, it's made up of just thousands and thousands of manga. Just yeah. like, just layered on top of each other. Like, you can't shoot through it. It's, it's too thick. Yeah, you, you know that trope in movies where someone gets shot and they like open their coat pocket and there's a Bible in there? But yeah. really, it was the fucking light novel of So I'm a Spider, So What? You think I can stop bullets? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're in the mafia, so yeah, I mean, That's they true. should know, right? should be able to handle that. Oh, Gabagoo, So I'm a Spider. <laughs> All right, episode one. Um, basically, they save what is clearly MC from being murdered. Um, it turns out, guys, you're never going to believe this. It's really unique. He actually just got into the school. Like into wow. the school where wow. like he's a transfer student. Who would have thought? Oh my God. Yeah, it's really weird. But his whole town got wiped out, and you know, what? sad backstory. Did we see it happen? <laughs> no, no, because no, no, that would no. be too sad and that too would be expensive. Money. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, we're it's just gonna have him that say that it happened and that he's really broken up about it. Probably the most influential and impactful event in his life, and we have they just say that it happened. Honestly, I, I love it, too, because clearly MC does not give a fuck about any of those people in the village because um, FemC comes and picks him up in a train, saves his life, gets on the train, and they're having, like, a, a pretty calm conversation about how his entire village got wiped out. And she was like, so you're going to the Grand Seed Academy, though, right? And he's like, yeah, it just doesn't feel real yet. But I did get accepted, and I was like, dude – Hundreds of people were just slaughtered before did, you. Did they like, send your you, acceptance is, letter to a smoldering uh, like mailbox on the on your seriously. house? Seriously, how did like, you that's get your the thing you can't letter? wrap your head around? Like I, it's it's like, again, I, I I have to question whether these writers or whoever's telling them to write these things have even like been to a funeral. Like have ever lost someone they, that has like been with you for your entire look, life. They're they're twenty two, and they're locked in a fucking office. The only time they see people is occasionally on weekends. They go drink with their coworkers. They yeah. don't know anything about like life in general. And they're going to die that way. I I've like tried refuting you on this point so many times and I'm like just giving up 
Because, like, if you can have something, something like where the, the main character, again, just watched hundreds of people get killed that theoretically he was supposed to be, get, like, close to. And is, like, you know what's really surreal, though? That I'm going to go to school tomorrow at the, oh, yeah, that village that just got burned down. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to go to school at the capital city. Like, that's the surreal thing that I can't wrap my head around that I literally described as I can't believe it's real. Yeah, Like, it's... that's what you have trouble with? It's that magical combination of pure incompetence, a complete lack of any desire for any sort of originality, a, a completely incestuous cultural feedback loop where people only like things that they already know, and uh, some serious social maladjustment bubbling to the surface. You know, and, it, and I'm and sure. And the combination that... of all of these things makes every MC in a light novel into almost a diagnosable sociopath. And, and yeah, so I do agree with that. Like, it, you know, I, I guarantee some reviewer out there would be like, well, you can tell because, you know, sometimes in real life scenarios when you're traumatized, it's hard for you to focus on what just happened. Yeah. And for he's the still record... In, he's still in shock two weeks later on the train to yeah. his university, after which he filled out an application and received a reply. B during, before, or after, who knows, his entire village was slaughtered. Yeah. Like it, it it really tells you everything you need to know that the show is showing you what you are supposed to think is the most important in, in thing in his life and that thing is not when everyone he ever knew and grew up with was killed at once. Yeah. At least or in Dragon's Dogma, there wasn't a scene where the little kid ran outside and went, a dragon, what happened? But everyone was already dead. He's like, <laughs> well, I guess it's time to go kill him. <laughs> I guess was, it's time for me to become a dragon slayer. Yeah. All right. Well, after he was balls deep in that harpy and having a mental breakdown, he thought back, you know, I feel like I've always been this way since my entire village was slaughtered. Let's have a little, <laughs> let's just refer to that. We're not even going to show it. Let's just talk about it to no one. I feel ah. like what really, what really like, you know, ices the cake for me is that like, while he was in the city, he was very specifically saying to people that he saw being attacked that he would save them. And, like, clearly he wouldn't. And, like, whatever. That That's fine. You're allowed to have that moment where you're like, well, I'll try to do my best or whatever. But, like, when it becomes apparent that he can't, he gets on a train and is like, oh, yeah, again, all those people that a moment ago I was so, like, empathetic towards. I don't give a fuck about them now. Yeah. So, like, even if you wanted to make this character as if he was, like, some likable hero that really gives a fuck about the people, clearly he doesn't. Like, it's clearly the like thing he, a... he just forgot. Yeah. No, you're right. And it's almost like there's an established tradition among main characters that you almost need to – the only way that you know how to categorize them or characterize them as good people is for them to say out loud repeatedly that they want to save people and then just not ever really do it to an yeah. extent because they're the most overpowered, powerful thing in the world and they never really struggle to do anything. It's almost like the Deku effect. Where Deku uh, at one point yeah. while walking home from school, they're just like, oh, he was always super heroic. Why? Oh, well, there was this one time his friend fell down and scraped his knee and he was just like, hey, are you okay? And he picked him up and, and he said, helped him I got get your up. back, little buddy. And, and, and like, are you serious? That's what you think it takes to be a hero? Like, you, you don't think that staring death in the face and being willing to die? No, no, no. He, he'll help a kid stand up. Oh, well, see, you see, when he was a, when he was a little bit older, he saw his friend uh, getting eaten by a slime monster. 
And then okay, he just okay. charged in and started pawing at him like he wanted mommy, mommy's milk. And then someone else saved him. And this is it. That's the qualifications right there. He runs toward danger. Right? But, like, what about the 30 other people surrounding him who were also doing that at the same time? I do love how, like, there are wonderful, wonderful heroes that you could pick from the real world to show, like, that competence is kind of key. And, like, uh-huh. so there, there was a video, like, not, not a couple of days ago where um, three, I think, men um, climbed this gutter in, I think it was somewhere in the Balkans, where they climbed a gutter to save, a, like, three kids that were in a burning apartment. And they were all on the exact same gutter on different floors, passing these children down from three levels above. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that you have to be competent to the point where you have to be like an ace climber or something. That is like a legitimate thing that is heroic that you didn't have to do and you went out of your way to do. Like, it's it's one of those things where like that person also had a significant risk to their body to do it. Like, there are ways to show this and having just a little kid be like... I gotta defend Kachan because he got a fucking bruised knee. It's like that's yeah, not. And then, uh, and then it's when not it enough. happened, it's not like then he was. Those three men were force-fed the hair of a homeless guy and then turned into superheroes. Yeah, yeah they just went back to their normal life. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that's... yeah, the worst part I think though is also the fact that um, they th- there's this weird dichotomy where someone has to have like that the thing that makes him heroic is that he will always run towards danger and he'll like want to help people above himself. But then in a lot of other situations in which shit is dire, he'll just like break down and cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's this weird disconnect where you have to show a character as your main character who's supposed to be sympathetic and identifiable with, the, I guess, the typical otaku trash of Japan. And they're like, oh, he's just like me. All he does is uh, sit in the back of class and mutter. And I guess he does kind of okay on grades, even though I'm sure I fucking don't. And I guess, uh, you know, he's never really done anything remotely heroic or important or really put any effort into anything in his entire life. But, you know, when the the chips are down, he'll save somebody. He'll put put his life first. And then they do that. And then they get handed everything on a silver plower because apparently you and your otaku little shit heel... Like, Den, you think that you're just owed everything without ever having to work for it, and that's your quote-unquote escapist fiction? Yeah, this is why people call you pieces of shit. Yeah, you, you I mean, don't, at least you're this one doesn't willing... have literal rape like so many other anime. Yeah. Or maybe, it, it, maybe it does. At no. the very least, the main character isn't an actual piece of shit. He's just a sniveling coward who, when the chips are down, suddenly turns into Superman on a dime. Yes. But yeah. you know what? You know what's weird about it, though? I know we haven't gotten to the other two episodes, but it's like, it's almost like he, so like in the first episode, you're right, he was kind of like sniveling, but like, then in the next episode, it's like he just, like he, he flips a switch and it's almost like he's too confident for no reason. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, like I mean, he, like he's, like he totally, he takes his personality from like the first, like five, seven minutes and then flips it on its ta- on its head and I'm supposed to believe that, you know, like, it's the same guy. Yeah. Like, immediately. Like, is it, he just watched his whole village, a whole village get burned down. I don't know if it's his, but a whole village get burned down. And his reaction is to become happier and more confident in life for no reason. Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm just not sure how I'm supposed to identify with this guy. I yeah. know they're trying to make me, but I don't get it at all. It's, they want to use trauma as a fuel for a motivation, but they don't want to show anyone 
traumatized. It's, oh, it's the Deku. Yeah, it's the don't. Deku effect. You, yeah. he, he's seeing some his best friend die, and he cries, and he runs up and tries to help him. Fine. But there are no consequences to this action. He, he paused at a slime monster for a solid 15 to 20 seconds while explaining out loud and for all within earshot that he is, he is just a really good person, and he's going to try to save his friend no matter what. And there are no consequences. Someone else comes down and saves his stupid ass because yes. all he was going to do was get them both killed. Yes. And this is an expressly, and just like, just to be clear, this is something that they yell at him for the fu- in the future repeatedly because yeah. simultaneously, this is the heroic quality that makes him the very best like no one ever was and also a fucking idiot who will get people yep. killed. Yeah, I so agree with that. he'll yeah. do things that'll get people killed Someone else or pure luck bails him out. They chew him out for doing something stupid. And then he just does it again, again and again and again. And then and people never are like, learns. you know what? You're a gutsy kid. Yeah. Like you, afterwards. You it got makes guts, no sense. Kid. You throw yourself yeah, into yeah, traffic like, to save a ladybug. Uh, I'm going to become more powerful as long as I got a crazy gutsy kid like you on my side. No, you're going to end up dead if this yeah. were real life. Yeah. That boy is going to get you killed. Do not follow his example. Why do you think people love Batman? Because Batman earns everything he does. He feels like a more identifiable character because he is flawed as a human being and has to overcome situations that seem insurmountable, not because someone hands him a giant beam of light that says, hey, here's the ultimate power. Go stuff it up that guy's ass like Superman. I I feel like it's really important to make one point. He definitely didn't earn his wealth. No, 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 no. Well, sure. But everything, sure, the other stuff, yeah, but it's pretty that, important. That's part of the reason the why the, the other more, stuff is, yeah. That, yeah, that's why it's important to also distinguish that Batman never seems to just buy things. He always makes them, which is, which is always weirdly, in a way, counterintuitive to his wealth. Because, and that's why a lot of people will be like, well, if Batman really wanted to help people, he'd just spend his money this way. Besides the fact that entrepreneurship doesn't ever really seem to improve anything, uh, there's this weird disconnect almost where Batman doesn't have to be rich at all. His, his richness doesn't ever really actually factor into what he does. He's always shown building things on his own and inventing things well, on I his would, own. Yeah, and but I would, I would argue that the entire Batcave was bought. And was that it? is yeah. Yeah, yes. 100%. I, I think he, he had to... He might have bought. He didn't. He didn't pieces. make that back cave. He didn't make that back cave himself, bro. I guess. There's no guess. way. There's but no like, way. Uh, for other things, he's almost always shown to be either the inventor or at the very least the well, heavy he, yeah, modifier he, 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 of everything. He does invent things, but he also puts a lot of money. Like at least does in the he? Christian Bale movies, he puts a lot of money into Wayne Enterprise R and D. Sure. Sure. So like, it's not like money. His money isn't going to that at all. But I, I understand what you're saying. And yet we I just never see say the R and D department. Because apparently the R and D department well, it's is just, just a, him. It's just wait, a giant. Wait, wait, wait. It's just a giant. Yeah, it's him. He but it's has also just so a giant much capital. Fox. He, he does has so much capital. I, I, I understand that, but I think that there's a there's a disconnect in these stories where they almost never want to show him buying things because yeah, it'll take no, away agree. from from his character. I do agree with that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, yeah, I agree. I can, I and can that maybe that point that if you're listening they, DC Comics, you want to be smart. Run an arc where Batman's broke. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, because yeah, and then it just stop makes making more Batman sense. And, and then just oh, do Green Arrow what? instead. That, you know, they tried that, and it that. was Ninja Batman, yeah, and it just did didn't go well. Well, he wasn't broke; <laughs> he just had technology from nowhere. But whatever. right, yeah, it's the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> it's broke. <laughs> I didn't make it. Same thing. So, right. so you know, like speaking of that episode one, 
Uh, so (laughs) on their way to, um, basically the capital, they're taking a train and the, uh, the train gets bulldozed over by a giant CGI monster. And for some reason, well, actually this, this at least makes a little bit of sense, which is just that like most of the people on the train get fucked because it's a train wreck. Um, one of my favorite, there's no one on it. Just, uh, there's only three of them on it. Yeah. (laughs) No, what is it? Uh, man of steel. No one was harmed in the making of this, uh, Batman or a <laughs> Superman versus Zod fight that took out 30 buildings. Yeah. No one was harmed. It was yeah, it's weird. So it's in crazy. Batman v Superman, they go to a random <laughs> warehouse. They're like, thank God all the people aren't here. Before yeah. They, like, like, cause Zack Snyder clearly doesn't give a flying fuck. If thousands of people die in the service of Superman's like, you know, superpower wank job. I mean, that's like, that's like why we, uh, we can't really have Biden's infrastructure bill come through because if we did, then like Jeez. people might actually occupy a space. And ah. like right now we need spaces to be unoccupied ah. for superhero fights. Ah. <laughs> you can't, you on those can't redevelop fights. Three Mile Island. Superman's got to fight Zod. Superman yeah. has to fight Zod somewhere. How is he going to redevelop it? How can he suplex him into a radioactive core, which is his only weakness, <laughs> if you don't just have one open to the air? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, you guys, the building developers clearly aren't thinking ahead when they try to develop <laughs> land like that. Thank God Chernobyl <laughs> is a source of constant dunking. Oh. Yeah, oh, thank I'm, you. They don't call the it Russians, the Sarkovic. The Russians get a lot of things right. I just think that's the most important one. <laughs> they make yeah. a lot of mistakes, but they did one thing right, and that was kill all of those people with a nuclear meltdown. Because yeah, now so the that Hulk one day can take a when sauna. Superman fights Zod, pile drive. And a guy named Eric can walk into there and become the Hulk. And there's just so many, so many things that can happen with this radioactive. <laughs> they material. make so I'm many excited. Hulks. <laughs> I I now just want to see like a a Superman v Zod fight where it's in the um those fields in Pennsylvania where there's a coal mine under it and it's literally like the ground is on fire. I just want to oh, see yeah. them fight in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, for no just reason. Because it looks cool. Yeah, it just looks fucking awesome to yeah. have a fight there. <laughs> no, my favorite one is when Aquaman has to uh, fight Black Manta over the BP oil spill. Oil spill. And they just like light the whole thing on fire and it's just this cool set piece. Like, oh yeah, man, this ecological disaster sure is a great set piece for our duel. Hell yeah. He should like, Zod just (laughs) lands on planet Earth and he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is the ground on fire? (laughs) You're like, oh, it's been going like this for, it's been like that for like a long time. Why didn't you fix it? I'm here to destroy your... Hey. Yeah, wait a minute, like, you guys are already doing it. <laughs> He's like, I think, you know what, for a moment, I kind of doubted whether I should or shouldn't terraform this place, but I am pretty fucking convinced that if you've let this fire go for this long, that I am doing the right thing here. Oh, what, like, oh, you what's were the, not using this. What's the one from Justice League Zack Snyder version where he's looking for the uh, the anti-life equation? And there's that thing, yes. there's that scene where he like hits the ground and it reveals it, but it's actually just the fields on fire. <laughs> He's like, ah, I found it. The anti-life <laughs> equation. It's fire plus ground. <laughs> I did it, everyone. I've done it. The math all checks out. Fire the plus one, space. Add the fire minus the ground plus the ground. Yeah, checks out. Anti-life. No oh my problem. god. Perpetual energy. This crowd has been burning for 10 million years. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen Zod's... anything like it. He's like, holy shit, wait a minute. This might actually fix the energy crisis. Have you guys ever just tried burning the... Oh, that's why it happened. Oh, like, oh, 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 I get it now. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. 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 Can I get the math? <laughs> Can I get your spreadsheets? 
It's like the uh, like when they were building a nuke and they had that one mathematician do the math to see if when they lit a nuke, if the literal atmosphere would light on fire. Yeah, it's like yeah, like, double check your math there, bro. Yeah. I want to make a hundred percent sure what's gonna happen, you know. And like the, the best part was apparently the mathematician didn't know. And then late, like years later, he was like, "Hey, what was that for? Like, I know you couldn't tell me, but like, what was it?" And they're like, "Oh, we were just making sure that literally the atmosphere didn't light on fire when we lit a nuke off." Yeah. And it was like, mm. "Oh, maybe we so, shouldn't be playing with that." <laughs> he just looks down, pats himself. Well, I guess my math was right. Yeah, I guess things went well. So <laughs> thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Even if his math was wrong, I guess it, the uh, the the nuke still couldn't do it. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, episode one, another favorite part of this episode for me is um, everyone knows like how heavy trains are and how like you know when they come when they come off the tracks, they tend to like um, you know they, they they tend to bounce a lot. You know, like that's like when yeah. they they hit they hit the dirt and they just bounce about like fifteen feet into the air. Very normal for a train, just parallel off the ground. And um, that was my favorite scene in episode one, was just watching the locomotive get knocked over and bounce 20 feet into the air while it was still moving forward. And I'm like, I don't I don't think you guys know how heavy those things are. No. That's like what makes it so dangerous is there's like no time to slow down. It's uh, just dangerous, a sir? Dangerous? No, they are essential to everyday life. In fact, he was on the Hogwarts Express and he was on his way to high school and uh-huh. someone jumped in front of the train and they just bounced right off. Yeah, yeah, just a just yeah. boing. Uh, the cow catcher so, flung him into a seat and enrolled him in the academy. It's true. Because okay. it turns out it turns out he was trying to save a, a small turtle from getting run oh. over by the train, and he was willing to sacrifice his life for that turtle. And a that's why he is totally worthy of going to this school. Grades, yep. fuck him. Anything else, Does, fuck him. None of that matters. None of that matters. I mean, matters. just Age, like... Fuck it. Just like everything, every media basically everywhere, the only reason why you're special is because there was a hereditary link into your past that said you were special. And that you are willing to save people. Oh, yeah, that's true. That you're willing to... I mean, this is like just what it comes down to. Like, fuck capitalism. We never moved past feudalism. We still yeah, have nobles. Right. We still worship the nobles. And right. the nobles still have the uh, the noblesse... Uh, shit, what is the that? Noblesse the, the, the noblesse oblige. The noblesse, noblesse oblige. Like, they still no, have noblesse. the obligation to save those fucking peasants, you know? They have the divine right to rule, Ethan. And that divine right just so happens to be passed down through bloodlines. I don't understand what's so confusing. No, no, I'm all for it. This Divine clearly means bloodlines. There were seven That's knights, what it means. and they protected the realm from the evil that is yeah. evil and bad. And now everyone, their descendants, are continually in the exact same positions of absolute power. And that uh-huh. is a good thing, because if it yes. wasn't for them the whole realm would be destroyed and the demon king would be ruling in his own demon academy, but he'd have just as many hijinks and everything would be terrible, but great. Uh-huh. And he'd be a misfit. It's a whole thing. Wait, you don't want to get are into you, it. Are you just doing the thing that you're referencing misfitted demon no, academy? I'm no, not. no, he's not. No, no. no. This is, this is, was, that's why JW's keyboard is not no, outside his window. I, was, different. I was worried about that for a moment. Yeah, Look, no, no, I, don't be worried about it. Guys, it's okay. I've been watching a lot of anime recently. Okay. Crazy idea. And I've been seeing all these things where the demon lord wins, and like uh-huh. everything is great. So maybe we should just let him win. 
Wait, yeah, are you like, saying like uh, Satan's good? Like the no, like the devil is a part timer. Like, he fucks a couple of his season. sisters. So what? He's, the heroes were doing that anyway. Yeah, that's true. The Habsburgs were all about that shit. Yeah, they were like, yeah. "Hey, Dad," and it's like, "No, no, husband is fine." Oh no. Yeah, man. Oh no. The fucking so tutors are here, and they brought their sister wives. I think we should give them the keys. <laughs> I think they've earned it. Like, listen, I'm just saying, if someone is willing to fuck their literal progeny, like, I feel like they've committed harder than what I did, and yeah. I, I feel like it would be wrong if I tried keeping them from what they, like, rightfully earned, you know? I'm I'm willing to save someone at risk of my own life, sure, but this guy's willing to fuck his sister at risk of, ooh, God knows what. I mean, nothing to I, him. I, and he'll save people? I mean, he's got a leg up. I can't. I can't so hope to compete. He's got his sister's leg up. Uh-oh. Well, oh. Oh yeah, Jesus. He does. <laughs> oh no. He does. That's for sure. Look, uh. the throne room meetings are very awkward, but you know the trains run on time. Yep, and, and I mean that's the rule. I mean, just whatever authoritarian structure gives me on-time trains, I'm willing that's to do right. it. That's right. That's right. They run an efficient government. In all aspects. Yep, every aspect. The mm-hmm. train is just the one we like to talk about. Even the ones we don't <laughs> want to mention. <laughs> but only because it would take too much time to flaunt how good we are at everything. That is true. Okay, oh, and while we're one. on the subject... No, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, I remembered something that was actually about the anime, but I think I'm forgetting it now. Oh, oh no. Do you, do you want me to, to remind you of the Noblesse Oblige? Was that it? Maybe. Just you know, keep I'll, going. I'll talk uh, maybe, about maybe bouncing trains, and we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Maybe it'll inspire me in a minute. So um, the reason why MC manages to survive a literal train wreck uh, is because, quote, Femsi protected him again, and she took the hurt and the pain for him. They had a very in-depth conversation about ethics. Okay. Yes, she she yes, was explaining to him that saving people is good. He was, wow, really? Uh, can you tell me more about this? And she goes, yeah, turns out saving people is really important. He goes, wow, that's, that's, that's so insightful. I never thought of that when my village was getting murdered. Uh, I think that I want to save people too. And she goes, yeah, that's, that's what makes you a good person. And he goes, but wait, I, I feel like there's a bit of a hang up here. If you <laughs> die, then how can you save me? And she goes, uh, you know what, man? You got me. I want you to run and take my progeny slash sister wife with you to school. Yeah. Just run along the train tracks. Just go. Because it's more, it makes more sense for me to die and for you two to live than for all three of us to die. And Correct. he goes, I hate your logic. Your logic is stupid and it makes no sense. I love saving people so much that I think that you shouldn't die. She goes, well, yeah, no. I mean, I already... Assume that yeah, I'm that, not that trying good, to die like, here. You know. I'm not committing suicide. This is not really relevant to the conversation. I'm just, I can't win. Like, that's the premise. And then he bursts into holy light and smites <laughs> the enemy. And she goes, Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if all you had to do was kill it, then really you should have done that earlier. Yeah, that seemed way easier than dying. You should have just murdered the thing. Wow, you want to you wanna come join my academy where we do this on a daily? He goes, Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds pretty great. I, I well, do, you I, know but the you save why, people. Right? But do you save people? Yeah, well, that's the reason why he had to get that special card that makes him into a god. Mm, Is because the only way you can save people is if you are a noble, because they're the only ones that have the obligation to save people. Right, he was a noble, he just didn't know it. Yeah, exactly. So when when he expressed his ethical standpoint of people shouldn't die, 
Right. right then, the Holy Spirit filled him, and he became the hero that the world needed. By pure coincidence, he was also chosen to be that from the day he was born. And instead of when his entire village was being destroyed, uh, he does this now. Yeah, I mean, some he's got to save. Women he's just met. He's got to save literally his descendant. Literally. Yeah. His family that he needs to fuck because he yeah. understands he's a noble now and he has to fuck this woman and make more progeny. He had the divine right to to uh-huh. to to rule, but he rules over peasants. But he rules he rules with the other nobles. Oh, also, the, how many people did the seven fuck? Because like there are a lot of people in this school that are all descendants of the seven. Well, and they are functional and Ethan, not in. Ethan, I got bad descend- news. Is that what the, they are all descendants? The I yeah, think they're, they're spiritual descendants. descendants. But honestly, Ethan, I'm going to hit you with something real here. You know how many uh-huh. people each of them fucked? Six. <laughs> oh no! They all it's fucked each other. You. No, I see. Okay. Six is enough Thank for genetic disparities and uh, what do you call it? Differentiation. Drift, Wait, genetic drift. That's, I don't no, think it's fine, that's it's true. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> don't, I'm very confident about this. Don't no, ask don't question why one of them it's has... It's got to be true. Yeah, don't ask why one of them has cat ears, though. Don't ask that oh, question. Oh, yeah, we're not going to cover that. It's because of the genetic drift, that's why. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> gotcha. Um, why he's yeah. perpetually 11. I think my second favorite bit about this episode is that um, Femsi drops her, like, sword or whatever... And in order to get to it, he uses this new... He has, like, literally, like, a harpoon arm that, like, shoots mm-hmm. a spear, and then he can, like, fly to it. It's, like, very Attack on Titan kind wow, of. Wow, great design. Great, yeah, great design. And um, he um, he takes, like, a two-minute acrobatic scene to, like, go get her weapon. And, like, I didn't realize that's what he was just, like, that's the only thing he was doing. <laughs> you thought he was doing what? some, like, super strike. He was going to cleave the monster in half. But, no, yeah. he, he had to go pick something up off the ground. Yeah, it turned out we were just watching, like, a session of D&D where someone's like, oh, I dropped my weapon. And, like, it's across the room because I critical failed. So I'm going to use two rounds to go get it, walk back, and then restring my bow. And you're like, yeah, oh, but that's okay. But that's not hype. So can you have him do a couple of backflips and unnecessary yeah. twirls and overanimate the shit out of this? Uh, thanks. Yeah, I, you got I'll get it. Right on that. Absolutely. Get right. I'm get in. on that. Get on that. I'll bet that's I've two manga. It, I'll bet that's two fucking manga panels. I'll bet it's not even a manga panel. I'll bet that this isn't even a light novel. I believe this is based on some fucking mobile game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, so they oh just they just decided to overanimate the shit out of that because you need that wow factor. It really is amazing how consistently. Um, these just turn out to be mobile games. It's an online free-to-play role-playing game. Jesus it's amazing how, how these things are cash grabs and dog For shit. Android and iOS. Oh, my God. Great. Good. I can install, too. That's good to know. Is it actually Korean? Oh. I don't know. You yeah, know if what? It is, the, lines, it the lines have blurred. All right. Episode two. Um, so even though, like, you know, it's it's still, like... It's this crazy scenario where you're fighting basically Attack on Titan style to, like, keep humans alive and stuff. You can't get away from the fact that it has to be about an anime high school. So she, the FEMC, is still the president of her class, and he is going to school, and it's all still just an, uh, a high school. So all of the, like, important knights are all juvenile for an mm-hmm. inexplicable reason like they i don't mm-hmm. think they ever explain it at all the, it's despite like the fact that, like that the the spirits that inhabit them are all adults yes very much so which definitely is weird and let's not question that in the slightest and by adults i mean 18 yeah which is two years an adult in japan legal so. 
legal age to yep. have sex with a minimum and maximum of six other people. Um, you know what, though? Here, uh, I'm going to alleviate that pedophilia concern, and let's just focus on the um, some good quotes, okay? So one spell that they use is, quote, turn my rage into a cage of light, quote. That's that's something that that makes a big wall right. for some yeah. reason. I, um, my rage. Why are they angry? I don't know, but it keeps coming up. Like several of them mm. have to say shit. Like, mm. you know, I will make my rage into whatever. I yeah, don't really. Yeah. Get oh it. yeah, my heart burns with an icy fury. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's mm. another one. The heart of blazing ice. Blazing. Mm. blazing what what ice. is that? I, yeah. I don't. That's nothing. It's horrible is what you it know, is. You know, now that you mention it, they're all really filled with this righteous fury. Huh. And, yeah, know, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm thinking it was, it was a moment in the second episode. You know, I thought nothing uh -huh. of it. But, you know, the main character, he, he's really big on having these ethical discussions. And oh. a guy walked by him with a dragon encased in ice. And the kid said, oh, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty scary looking dragon. What, was, it, was it killing living things? Was it, was it killing people? And the guy goes, yeah, it was killing people. That's why I had to kill it. And he goes, but isn't it also a living thing? D doesn't murdering the murderer make you just as evil? And the guy, like, I swear to God, the music cuts out. The smile drops off of his face. Yeah. And he just glares right in his eyes and say, they aren't living things. How fucking dare you? Yeah, it was great. It was just like this perfect silent moment where he's like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, yeah. there will be no ethics here. Thank you very That's much. Right. That's right. He protects all living things. Ten they times. are less than that. Man, this is like a, a more nuanced take than 86 already. Yeah. Boy, do they hate the fucking shit out of those things that they don't like. They're those others, those evil creatures born of pure magical evil who only want death and destruction on their minds. They have a single-minded purpose to ruin everything we love and cherish because they like it. And Ooh. I trust my nobles that tell me that. Yeah, I, I trust in the tutors to never yes. lie to me about what the others outside of our nation are doing. We, I am well, sure that they are all pure evil and that exterminating them is the only possible solution. How could you think otherwise? Well, Look why at them. Why, why They're black. Bring in... Oh, shit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait Jesus. a minute. Hold on. Long They're while. purple. I'm sorry. I had, to, I had to adjust my spectacles. Excuse uh, me. Excuse me. They're purple and have s exposed skulls. Yeah. Whew. Uh, summon skull from Yu-Gi-Oh. Don't got, worry about it. I got a little heated. I almost, uh, <laughs> I almost said something uncomfortable. Right. Next you, week's you 86, drew by the way. Yeah, but and I've already watched the next three episodes of 86, and oh um, God. it doesn't. Um, oh God, don't were, ruin it. Were, yeah. were they the evil the whole time? <laughs> I I don't want to. I will not spoil it because like oh, I, that sounds I promising. I I'm I'm not That's confirming so nor denying. No, just just let me have this. Just let me have this. I am gonna go tonight and dream of. 86's next episode where it turns out they actually are pig, uh, pig people. Oh my god, you mean just literally pig people? Like, literally pigs. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, they take off their headphones, and in secret they just turn back into pigs. Oh, uh, now see, that's, that's... Wait, that's that, not your called shot, is it? No, it's not, but that's a twist I can fucking get behind. That's yeah. That would be some wild shit. 
Well, I think that you'll enjoy what is to come. I won't. I won't tell you any more oh. than that. I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of thoughts. Oh, cloven feet are in my future. <laughs> um, okay, so um, you know what? Actually, like a legitimate point that made me a little bit happy is that the cat person that is in this episode fits this like fits the trope that normally gets given to the effeminate boy that would probably be trans. If like you like a trans woman, but because it's mm. manga, they're not allowed to be trans and they don't actually make any jokes about that mm. in this. Not which is nice. Yet. You know, not I'm yet. not going to give not them yet. the credit for that. And I'm just going to say that Japan and a lot of Eastern Asian countries, to be perfectly honest, have a have a little bit of a thing with young effeminate boys. And I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that they made him that way because you know, he's got a, oh, well, how, how do you say it? A great design. <laughs> oh. God. Wink, oh, wink. Oh, he did there. He's got a great oh. design. Oh. Now I know how to use that phrase in my everyday <laughs> yeah. language. Yeah, it's, I it's see. Just, I went so back I, and... When I see a very attractive woman on the street, I could turn to my guys at work and wow. go, hey, what that lady's got a great design. Just, just say she's got great fashion sense i mean look at what she's wearing i i hate even playing in this space i I hate this space a lot grab your fucking double dutch rope bud because we're going all night no one two three four jump up in the rope more five six seven eight the design is great and my <laughs> cock no, is hard. Oh. No, you could have made a masturbate joke there. <laughs> oh, oh, God. The design is great, so I masturbate. Damn it. <laughs> you're, you're truly the rap god here, and it is not me. <laughs> my rhymes are cool, just like a burning flame. <laughs> Episode two. Are... Episode two. Episode two. The Knights... They're still above everyone, and don't worry, we've established the class system, and it makes sure that you know that here. But all the peasants um, love them. Oh, yeah the, pe- yo, yeah, the peasants are really big into it. You know how we were talking about competence earlier? Mm. Um, in episode three, I think it is, there's a fight that happens where the, the knights come in and, like, save the day. But, like, there's a legitimate ground force of peasants that are, like, doing their best to fight back and get people out. And they're just, like, actually a competent militia. And it sucks because then the heroes show up on the field and they're like, oh, my God, look at how good it is to be competent. And I'm like, no, you were perfectly competent. You didn't do anything wrong. You just weren't chosen by actual God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that shit's always funny, too, in My Hero, where there's, like, regular cops. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, you hero. It's like the Sokovia Accords. The heroes can only do things under a, a really heavily regulated police Overwatch presence, even though they don't have any power to stop them at all. Yes. It's like, uh, this is weird. <laughs> this is very uncomfortable. Uh, speaking of good, uncomfortable jokes, uh, towards the end of episode two, there's a interaction between the guy that has a heart of blazing ice and MC where like blazing ice guy is like ha being the errand boy suits you and then mc's like i agree and like you could just see 100 percent agree fam yeah he was like very much on board i love to be an errand boy what don't don't take it so nicely yeah he's like i was insulting you can you get on the same page here 
he literally said, have a little self-respect, man. Like, and like this guy, it's actually great because like this guy clearly knows that he is a noble. So anytime MC talks down on himself, he's like, you don't fucking understand. You're a noble now. You can't talk shit about yourself because that talks shit about me. We have to maintain this class structure or else they'll kill us. And it's like, or else that militia will suddenly figure out that they don't need us. You know, exactly. it kind of it kind of reminds me of, uh, um, oh, what was it called? Shadow's House from last week, where like the the dolls had to do everything because they were the nobles' image, so they had to represent them perfectly. It's like, yeah, we gotta like even to ourselves, we gotta pretend to represent amazingly. Otherwise, I don't know, maybe they'll rise up and murder us all. We can't have that. Oh, that'd be terrible. You know what we should terrible. do? You know what we should do? We should round up all of the peasants and put them in a camp outside Careful. the city walls. And just give them giant and robots. Give them all the guns. Give them every and great gun. food and and land to be loved for yeah. hours. Just let them let them se- just separate them from us and put them somewhere else and let them Careful. live in their superior society <laughs> while we all fuck each other and keep genetic purity. I mean, I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, the dragon now get comes over back here, in episode furry two little boy. Again. The dragon comes back and it dies again, but no one cares. Um, episode it only three. exists to give the MC something to do. And by something to do, I mean someone else does most of the work and he, I guess, ties it to a telephone pole for 20 seconds. Yeah, it's it's like it's some like weird um, episode five Star Wars like Hoth scenes where he basically just like entangles his opponents. And then because they're entangled, anyone with a real weapon is like, oh, my God. Now I can hit it, unlike before, and this time it'll be effective for some yeah, inexplicable this is our main reason. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. It's very engaging. Um, don't worry, episode three, we get something familiar for the feudal area we're in. The uh, The female character is uh, the only one that can cook, and uh, she really feels the need to cook for everyone. Oh, God. Um, so that was good. Um, yeah, this is what counts for personality in these fucking stories, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you sure saved us. I'm going to reward you with a home-cooked meal. And he goes, wow. And by home-cooked meal, I mean the only thing I know how to make, and I'll make it all the time for everyone. So it's not really that special. What does she make? Croquettes. 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 Croquettes, baby. She deep fries croquet balls. Mm, (laughs) And everyone else is like, how come she only knows how to make one thing? And then the main character, boy, does he love them. He loves them, just this, eats them all the time. This just so quirky. Yep. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a, that um, was a hoot and a half. Am I right, boys? Man, yeah, I was, was slapping my knee. <laughs> it's just like, it's so, what, what is that? Okay, like, let's let's be real for a moment about it. What is that scene supposed to be? It's because, supposed to like, tell you that she's fucking wife material. Yes, right? But, like, then they make fun of her because she's not a good enough wife Because she's not wife material. Yeah. She just acts like she's wife material because the show used a trope and then subverted that trope while also reinforcing the trope. Yeah. Just to make sure that you know that things are wacky and different here, but also eerily familiar. You know what it's like? Eerily familiar. It's just like how in the new Beauty and the Beast, they include... um, LeFou is like gay and they don't pay any homage to it unless it's literally just to set him up as like a joke. So it's like, 
yeah, you made a gay person, which I guess you get two points for, but then you also just set him up as the line of, like, most of the jokes. So, like, you don't win any points, Disney. That was worse, not better. So, yeah. like, in this case, you know, you have the fucking waifu material, but then, oh, she's actually not even good at being a wife. So, like, who would want her around, ignoring the fact that she is literally one of the seven gods of this world? And also like, ignoring the fact that the MC loves her cooking, which means, to him, she is still wife material. Yeah. Ooh. He literally says, I could eat this every day after waking up next to my wife, who, <laughs> to be named later. Right, yeah, it's not you, though. Like, if well, someone also, else made this, Baca. Well, I wake up and I push the fucking underage furry boy off my crotch. And then I go downstairs oh, and I have breakfast with God. my wife. Speaking of the furry... After, um, it after turns out, the other guy is done with her, of course. I mean, we all take turns here. It turns out that the cat boy apparently has a family and, like, children to get back to, which is confusing as all hell yeah. to me. Well, you know, they're cats. They have kids at four. I guess... Um, I, I'm pretty sure they're able to enter heat at as, at as little as a year a year old. That is true, a year old. Yeah. Um, but I really don't want to imagine that given this context, so thanks for oh, that Oh, the image. yowling. Oh, man. That, that's why his kids are never <laughs> on screen. They just don't shut up. Oh, my God. Jay, stop. <laughs> it's so fucking awful. It's <laughs> oh. oh, God, I'm not going to be able to get that out of my head. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, he gets made fun of a couple of times during the dragon scene, and as a result, um, he, like, feels bad. And the whole plot of this episode is that because he feels bad, then you can accidentally become one of the, like, black CGI monsters, purple, black, whatever the color is, CGI monsters. Right. And um, that happens to him while he's practicing, um, there's also like a fight scene that they all go to. I mentioned the militia earlier. So like they all go to this fight scene and, um, one of the people that's a knight, ha um, uh, the sword, it has jaws. Another one, they make like a field of throwing swords, um, which is weird. I don't know why you would ever, you know what? Hey, Hey Jay, Jay, I, I have a question for you. Oh yeah. 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 I, I know you're like an expert on like swords and stuff. Oh, so yeah. I figured I'd like check in with you. Oh yeah. I love it. Okay. I understand that some swords are good at poking. Mm, mm, this is true. Okay, so, like, and when you poke, like, you, like, pull it back out and poke again, right? Because, like, normally, like, is it, actually, you know what? This is a legitimate question. Is poking once normally enough, like, if, if it doesn't hit the heart? Like, can you poke in someone's, oh, like, Oh, yeah, you and... see, in real life, there's this thing called pain. And okay. uh, when people get stabbed, they tend to be in immense amounts of pain. Because okay. not only is the object stabbing them... But usually it's also kind of wiggling around and pushing things around. And the way nerves work is that they respond to pressure. And, but if they get severed, they tend to kind of turn off. So like cuts okay. will still hurt, but sometimes they hurt less. Like if you ever cut your finger real bad, a lot of times you don't even really feel it for that first quarter second after you did it. Because it actually doesn't really hurt all that much. Then you look at it, you see the blood, you panic, and you start moving it around. And that's where it hurts because you're, you're starting to tear skin rather than just having it sliced open. Whereas with stabs, stabs always hurt a lot. Like if you think about even needles, which are extraordinarily small, because of the way they go in and they push things off to the side, you always feel them. And they're pretty painful. So stabs generally are far more painful than cuts. And as a result, you don't need to stab people too good or, or even hit things that are particularly lethal in order for them to 
feel an immense amount of pain and respond to it either by going into shock or pulling away or, you know, just generally trying to prevent it from happening again. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just make that stop. Uh, okay, yeah, please, so like, please, if I told not you... again. 10 out of 10, wouldn't get stabbed again. So now, if I told you that I could give you as many p- pokey swords as you want so you could throw them at your enemy, hmm. good, good tactic? I mean, why don't I just have a gun? But whatever. Well, yeah, what if I said it had to be a sword? I'd ask you which underage furry boy you're fucking. <laughs> oh, no. Why? Well, go ahead. This is such a Answer furry the question, episode. Ethan. Yeah, you Answer know what, the question, uh, Ethan. Um... That's right. Your, your brother husband. No. I, I didn't have any other choices. It has to stay in the family. I've seen the litter. You kid, they have your eyes, oh my, Ethan. Oh, my God. They have your eyes and your vestigial fucking feet. They're abominations, uh, Ethan. Why did you do it? Why? It's amazing because this is, like, not that heavy of a furry anime. And it is the, like, heaviest furry episode we've had in seasons. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Their tails don't work, Ethan. Yeah, they're just hanging out. They Ugh. just hang Oh, there's no bones in them. I mean, oh, if they like, God. if they move their butts back and forth a little, it makes it look like the tails oh, can wag. But Jesus, it's, it's uh, it's not good. I learned recently, like I didn't, I can't believe I didn't know, but like, I always assumed that horse tails were like relatively short, like that the bone inside the tail, you know, and then like the hair was just exceptionally long. Nope. And then I, I learned that that's not the case at all. Nope. And. And then I saw a horse with like a shaved tail, and that—that's just that's. Yeah, you don't unsee right. that. No, it's wrong. It's not good. It's and I feel bad for the horse, but I feel bad for me more. Oh, I mean, it's not that bad for them. It's it's just like shaving your mustache or your head. Ugh. But yeah, you, you can't unsee the, the the flaccid pink shaved. Dongle that oh, comes God. out of the okay. fucking Episode top of the ring. We've got to finish. I got to finish this. Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah, well, I think I don't know. Um, they win because of inspirational words. They they beat up Cat Wolf Boy because he was turning into like a monster, and he convinces him not to be a monster because of inspirational words. I'm becoming a monster. Words. Yeah, it, you know what? No one would be that's a monster it. if you just told them that it was wrong. That's true. That's that's a great point. Well, I just I'm have to depressed and sad because I can't see my family and my litter of genetically mutated kittens. <laughs> uh, have you tried feeling good? Maybe smile more. Oh, okay. You know my what? It depression it's is perfect. cured. My God, if only that worked on humans and not just femboys. Well, what are you talking about? It, it, it totally works. You just tell people to smile more. Specifically no, women. But he's it normally a femboy cat boy. Fem cat. Depression is a lie. Just don't. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always worked for me. Depression is a lie made up by Big Pharma. That's Idiots. right. They're just diagnosing kids with uh, vestigial furry Martin limbs Screlly, Martin Screlly invented it and then jacked up insulin prices. <laughs> Martin Screlly, you bastard. Martin Screlix. Everyone Skrillex. knows him. <laughs> the wub's got to people. His goddamn bangerang pills. Okay, uh, so fucking let's do the other thing. You want to do the other one? <laughs> let's All right, do the good. other one. That was, well, that was seven, seven nights, nights everyone. Revolution, everybody. I you'll never look at a horse the same. You're damn right a, I won't. You'll never look at a horse penis the same. Anyway. Yeah, you wish it uh, was the penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and you anyway, fucking DJs, you've seen plenty of that shit. 
DJs from Oak Country. Anyway, right. uh, Full Dive, Jay, why don't you tell us about it? Full Dive is exactly what I want out of stupid piece of shit animes based on web novels or light novels or light mangas or web mangas or whatever the fuck they call White them. Boxes. Now. White Box boxes. White boxes. Yeah. Whatever. Porn juzins. Yeah. That because <laughs> it's flat out fucking dumb as hell. It's but very dumb. it's hilariously dumb as hell. Uh, the premise of so I'm a VR porn aficionado. So what? You can't stop me. Is about a young boy who theoretically has a job and a family and a life, uh, but none of that matters. All that matters yep. to him is buying the latest Final Fantasy. Yes. He loves yeah. Final Fantasy, mm -hmm. and so he goes into a store, and he tries to buy Final Fantasy fourteen. This time, the Cat Boys uh, are the bad guys. And it turns out he's uh, 10 bucks short because he got mugged by people who go to his high school 45 seconds ago. Uh, this is what makes him a relatable protagonist, by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, just more getting, relatable than the last one we just saw. I guess, getting picked on and beat down and shook down for cash by people who are totally in your grade but also look to be about 30 is just, you know, yeah. that's just every day for the Japanese school child. That's true. I mean, we've already identified that uh, that other shit. What was that anime where the dude was? Oh, it was Mashoka Tensei, where yeah. he was like strapped to a gate, nude. Yeah, like, normal, normal, normal shit. That's what happens. Uh, so this guy uh, is very sad that he can't buy Final Fantasy thirty set thirty thousand. This time the elves, and he gets very sad and he walks outside and he explains that he pre-ordered it. And, but it was the cheapest in town, and somehow they're not standardized pricing. Like, uh, a store can somehow sell this game for less than other stores, and I don't understand how that makes any sense. Uh, and he's very sad, So he, but then, just then, he sees a used game store across the way that he's never heard of. And he walks in, and there's a sign on the door that says they got the latest Final Fantasy 40,000, this time humans. And he goes, oh, thank God. I, I hopefully I can still get a copy. And he goes to the front desk and says, "Hello, do you have uh, Final Fantasy Furry Boy Edition thirty thousand thirty three? And she goes, "Yes, I do, but and it's now, only this much." Tell us, tell us, tell us about her, because I mean, she's got big tits, huge hongola dongola along. Wow, I've never seen a design so 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 intelligent, so great. Yep. The, the design is so great, so. Yeah, great. I I really give a, I give a, the sound a six out of ten on this I one. Kinda I kind of give say. the entire design a great out of ten, if you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I I love the design, specifically about the mid region. So she's got a <laughs> yeah. great, she's got two great designs, yep. and as a result, he kind of gets uh, a boob struck. I think is the word yes. for this, uh, and. He doesn't pay attention to the fact that she hands him a game that isn't what he asked for. And then she looked, he looked down and he goes, wait a minute, this isn't what I wanted. I, I said I wanted, I, I said I wanted Furry Fantasy Final 4. Fantasy. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, uh, that game sucks. And he goes, true. Uh, I mean, probably excuse does. me. I mean, that's probably true. And actually, I admit in my own head that they've been shit since Furry Fantasy 1, the furring. But I, I've just been buying it because I feel like I'm just invested at this point. And then he unintentionally explains why anyone was reading this light novel to begin with. Yeah. I, I just went to the store and picked one up and, you know, the, the title said something about VR porn. So I just read it and then 
it kept getting shittier as the pages went on, but I was kind of invested at this point. So I bought the whole set and now I spent $45 on a piece of shit I don't even like. Makes more sense to me. Thank God I got, you know, the, the newest yeah, issue the of Shonen out. Jump. Looks like a fucking yeah. phone book. Oh, ugh. It does. It literally does look like a phone does book. Does it too. really? It's that thick. Yeah. How it's is scary. it that thick? Come because on. Because there's a lot of fucking ads in it, Ethan. Oh. But, guess. Yeah, good point. Anyway. I mean, you got to sell the manga somehow. Yeah, man. Well, you got to make money somehow. So, yeah, right. That's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he gets pissed. He goes, well, I, why should I buy this? And she says, it's the ultimate in VR technology. It's so realistic. And because he's dumbstruck by big titties, he buys it. Okay? And she also promises to suck his dick or whatever in game, I guess. Yeah, basically. Yeah, ba- basically she says, I'll, I'll help coach you and suck your dick. And he goes, oh, okay, well. You Which, know. like, hey, you know, brief aside, do whatever you want to sell games. But, like, you know... I, I get the feeling that that's in here for a specific reason and not a specifically, uh, um, you know, using your body in positive ways. That, get the that's feeling a, they included that not for good reasons. That's stupid. He deserves her body because he bought the game. Oh. Jesus Christ. He's entitled to her mounds of design. <laughs> Great heaving designs. Huge. Anyway, Great. Design tracks of design, huge tracks of land. (laughs) (laughs) She's a noble. Yeah. So um, he goes home. He plugs it in. He's got his gamer chair. That's how he hooks into virtual reality. He gets in, and gamer chair isn't even hooked up to the system, and it pisses me off. No, it's. It's all Wi-Fi. It's clearly just, just, no, it's just a box in the middle of the and room. a chair. Yeah. It's, it's the ultimate <sighs> VR uh, VR experience, but there's no God, cables. It. It's all Wi-Fi, so the latency is really high. So you only, oh, you only feel the dick-sucking off rhythm. It's very no, inconvenient. I mean, well, no, no. His latency is not high because he's got it's Elon so Musk's Starlink. that you got your dick sucks, and then 10 minutes later when you're in like a party with your friends having a nice dinner, mm-hmm. and you start to feel it. It becomes real awkward. Oh, damn it. And when I'm elbow deep in the potato salad, too, this happens every time. Oh, oh God. I mean, it's I not that it's bad wanna... potato salad. No, geez. I just don't want to associate these textures. You know, I all, oh, uh-oh. Let Here me at comes. least warm up the potato salad before you fuck it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, the yams. Oh, okay. Anyway, Grandma, thanks for dinner. <laughs> thanks for the mayonnaise. Thanks. <laughs> Was there mayonnaise on this before? No, no. <laughs> like, I uh, only used mustard for that. Well, never I, mind, Grandma. Grandma, your miracle whip is separating. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Ah, <laughs> uh, dick jokes. So, um, this is the the premise. I'm just gonna go real quick through even the plot of the episodes because they're kind of stupid oh. on the on themselves. So he yeah. goes into the game for the first time. Uh, he gets partnered up with uh, two NPCs who try to explain to him the plot of the game. He's an unbelievable dipshit, and despite the fact that he knows in a game, doesn't react to anything appropriately, and he accidentally murders the best friend character, and the uh, love interest character goes berserk. Yes. Ha ha ha. Funny, funny, funny. Uh, Where this show is actually funny is all in the unintentionally stupid bullshit, like uh, earlier where they explained why nobody actually likes their light novel. They just get hooked in by the premise and then get so invested they won't quit even though it sucks. And that's exactly what watching these three episodes is like. Yes. 
Uh, he goes to play it so. with the promise of dick suckings in this game, uh, but promptly finds out that everything in the game is shitty. It's like one of those super hardcore MMOs where they're basically ergonomically designed to make you have a bad time. And only about 10 people still play this bullshit because mostly they're addicted to the dick suckings they occasionally get. I So something I want to like address too with this is the prologue of this show explains that VR was amazing 10 years ago. And like it was so good and so realistic that people were like, I want to, es- I want to have escapism on my games, not to have it so realistic that like I feel like it is somehow worse than my real life. Yeah, I play Which, video like, games to relax and jerk off. I don't want this hyper realistic VR pornography. Yeah. What? Can't imagine wanting that. So like the- it's so realistic and so unwelcome in the, like this in the world that those games entirely die off, which implies that like that perfect, wonderful VR land dies off. And the show tries to imply that literally all games die off. Well, no, I no, think no, it's no. implying Regular that video all games. VR games, yeah, all VR games I don't start know. to take decline. No, the, I, the no, VR yeah, definitely, we've... but... No, they, 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 like, they, that's what he was talking about. They expressly yeah. say that VR it has a backslide because yeah, that never reaches its golden peak. Th- right, those, but then his like best friend says that like it's like for kids to play games. No, like, no, no, to play video games. Yeah, yeah he but says that, it's childish. I, are... But that's because he's talking about the only kinds of video games people still play, which are the traditional two D style. Like people still play normal video games, like we play video games. Only right. that's considered retro because VR appeared. And but then backslid. So the only people who play video games now are like hobbyists and enthusiasts for a bygone era of right. 2D games. I, that's that's what I'm basically saying is that like the old stuff is like now shunned because like it's weird that you would want to play that because there was a new and better thing. But well, no, no one it's plays not the because there's a new and, better, new thing and better thing. It's not because there's a new and better thing. It's because that new and better thing like tainted the the social construct surrounding video games yeah right I, i'm just saying probably that, like, in because general, everyone video games kept fucking off. the goddamn cat boys probably probably but the, VR the important porn, part like became mainstream people would probably lose a little bit more respect for pornography oh you'd yeah, probably definitely. have porn actors and actresses going this is sick <laughs> i i yeah. will come for a living and i can't watch this <laughs> the only, How, the Jesus, only reason why I'm bringing it up, Christ, and I've been titty fucked, and I am not about what I am seeing. I'm just saying that MC is very confused whenever he boots up this game, as if he had never even heard of how good VR games were ten years ago. Well, and yeah, now because, he's like playing it, and he's like, "Oh my god!" It's because so weird. the show has to simultaneously have a fish out of water so that he can exposit nauseating it, dialogue but, but at it's you. So dumb. It is so fucking dumb, and that's what makes it hilarious. Because this yes. guy goes into a game like he's never played a fucking video game in his life. Yes. Despite yes. the fact that he's supposedly an avid video game player. He'll use video game terminology, but then he just won't get it. Like, there's some yeah. gap in his brain. And I mean, it'd be that like kind of implying, shit is wild. That, that'd be like implying that we, as millennials, are somehow way better than a Zoomer on digital literacy. Yeah, like, exactly. It, it just it doesn't, doesn't make, any, make sense. any sense. Like it's just It would be ludicrous. like if you or I picked up Fortnite for the very first time and they were like, "Oh, why don't you understand building mechanics? I mean, this has been a staple of this genre of video game for 4 years." And I'm like, "Bitch, I'm 35. 
when Fortnite came out, I thought it was Zoomer toxic trash and I didn't play it. Like at yes. least, but now this is the opposite. There's a Zoomer rediscovering Fortnite for the very first time and the boomers are telling him that it's shit. Yes. And he's going in <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Why did I, why did I shoot at that man? And suddenly an entire castle sprung up around him. It's, uh, it's great. It's great. It, so, it is great. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious to it's watch. It's fucking hilarious because everything he says is incompetent garbage. His line delivery is is insanity, and all of the situations he gets in are completely nonsensical to a degree in which they're hilarious. Uh, yep. So the, the funniest situation, one, was where he accidentally kills the best friend. But that's not really what's necessarily funny. What they wanted to do was they wanted the, the little... Um, the fucking waifu love interest character to become like a, a scary yandere psychopath, right? Yeah. But for some reason, they dial her up to 13 and she becomes oh, like an cool. honest to God, badass serial killer who I yes. just start rooting for instantly. Because I did she's too. Just, she's just the most underdog story of all time. Yeah. So, some little fucking pissant murders her brother and so she, she takes it upon herself to exact justice and she'll stop at nothing. She turns into fucking Batman, and it's great. It is great. I fucking I, I, love her. I hope she wins. I hope she gets the justice she so see, rightly like, deserves. It's, it's great, too, because the implication is that, like, only a very select few people have ever taken this path in the game, which means that, like— Taken that path, quote-unquote, been so colossally fucking stupid or sociopathic that they actually did it. I mean, okay, yeah, but, like, so few people have had the, the chance to, like, have to fight her— and normally that means that she just joins your party probably as a submissive little woman that is supposed to just be your waifu. And, like, that's the implication of the anime. And now in this version of the anime, the better version of the or of this version of the game, she gets to be a badass woman that is out yeah. for revenge and will stop at nothing. And I'm like, dude, fucking get it. Let's go. She, she's like the bride from Kill Bill. Like, you can't help but root for her. Yeah, absolutely. She's cutting Achilles tendons and wiggling her big toe. I'm all for it. <laughs> His calf rolled up like a window shade. <laughs> oh, God. What a <laughs> gross episode we're having. This is what awful. a delicious episode. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Mike? Making me so hungry right so that, now. So that, shit, that shit's what's fun about the anime. It's like all these. So the, what's supposed to be funny about the anime is that everything doesn't work out for the main character. And they think that's quirky and funny. And it's just not. It's just annoying. Because I yeah, hate the main character. I think he's a piece of shit. But because the, the ways in which they try to fuck with him are so wild and out there that it becomes funny again. And my favorite uh, example is in episode two. Uh, he meets the only other person in the game to have ever killed the best friend character out of the, out of the gate. Yeah. Yep. And he's Fantastic. a complete psychopath who apparently just likes killing people for fun. Because he's creepy and weird like that. Yeah, he wanted and, to like try it out, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah he, he wanted to see what would happen. So he did it. And um, as a result, uh, he, he gives up the main character to the town guards and main character goes to jail. Because you only have the physical characteristics in the game that you have in real life, he literally can't do anything except run away because I guess he was a track, quote yeah, unquote, track star. Runner, yeah. And now yeah. he tripped and fell one time and he'll never run track again. I don't know. Tragic backstory. Who gives a shit? Someone made fun of his Adidas. Now he'll never run again. Uh, but... He, he wanted Nikes, JW. Yeah, Jesus he wanted Nikes, Christ. but his parents got him Adidas. He can't show his face in this town again. Just fucked up. Uh, so he goes to jail. And when he's in jail, 
he gets haunted by the best friend character that he murdered. Only yep. the best friend character, as a ghost, still has a knife through his mouth out the back of his throat and has to inconveniently talk around it the entire time. He's attempting <laughs> to haunt oh this person. God. And it's the funniest shit of all time. He, <laughs> it literally sounded like when they were doing the lines reading, like they put something in the voice actor's mouth. Yeah. Like you can I, I hear don't, no, his no, no, they do. So they, so they do that. I watched um, some behind the scenes like voice acting, and it was this dude from a show called Mix. It's a baseball anime where he was brushing his teeth, and so what he did was he put a bottle cap like right, right here in his mouth, just so that it could kind of sound like he was brushing his teeth without having to do it. So what I imagine is, is it just took a pen in the voice actor's mouth, and he was like, "All right, now deliver your line." He's like, "Okay, it's mountain time." See, yeah, like it's, it's and they add this, they add this yeah. funny little. <laughs> yeah, he, he announces his ghostly presence by stating that it's Martin time. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that it's, so he's weird. gonna haunt you. And every time he closes his mouth, they put in a little audio click. Oh, the, when his the teeth little chink. Oh, oh it's my so, God. It gets me every time. So fucking uh, fun. <laughs> what, are you, oh what are you saying? I, you he know what? I really want that. the least intimidating ghost of all time. I, I, I really, I don't think this is the case, but I want it to be. He's time for the most the, least intimidating with box ghost. And yes, I, I said most least. I just hope that he, as a voice actor, was like, no, 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 I have to do this. And they're like, you don't have to like go this hard <laughs> he on insisted it. Like, I, on, uh, he insisted on putting a spoon in his mouth during no, the yeah. delivery. Well, what he did was he learned how to swallow swords so he could be <laughs> super accurate. Oh my god! So he's delivering I'm his right. lines like on the ground with the mic above yeah. his head. He, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, uh, he's he's standing up, but he's looking straight up, and the mic's like right by the edge of his mouth, and he's like, "You know what? Like, all right, we got it. You don't have to do it again." He's like, "You sure? I can do it a bunch I more times." Ten more like, takes. Please stop. Please, Please stop doing do you, this. Stop. Do you know who this VA insert. was? Headcanon. This VA is the same guy that had the amazing English uh, VA from uh, Other Side Picnic. Yeah, he's he is, just the girls. He's, no, no, he's, the good he's all one, for though. it. Yeah, no, no, no the yeah, good he, one. The he guy just like he has English. a lot of commitment. You know, like he just he just goes hard. He's like the he's like the dryer or not dry uh, driver. Um, the guy who played um Han Solo's kid in the new the new uh, prequels or, or the the sequels Baby rather. Baby Baby driver. No, not baby driver. Um, yeah, baby driver. You think I God, watched that yeah. new fucking Han no, Solo movie? Are know, you kidding me? No, not the Han Solo movie. I'm talking about the, like it's it's something driver. Yeah, is. baby driver. Baby I get driver. you. Baby yeah, we have, you know driver what? Yeah, he's, he's like yeah, that guy. Like baby driver. Are you driver. talking about yeah, Adam Driver? Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah. Because he goes like way too hard on all of his roles, and it's like become a joke that he goes too hard on it. And this you know what is, they like, call this that? The same VA. acting. I, yeah, obviously, but did I, you see the acting in most of the like the fucking Star Wars movies? Look, it, they don't. He gives it his all. It's like Jeremy Irons screeching in, in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Like if it wasn't for Jeremy Irons screeching about the blood of the dragons raining from the sky, that no one would even watch that movie. You are yeah. if you can if you can act, you can overact. And if you can overact, you can save a shitty movie. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And that's See, that's what this voice actor. And that's what this guy does. It. He's probably yep. a great actor. He's probably a great voice actor. But he knew he was in a stupid piece now. of shit. So he overacted by putting things in his mouth while delivering lines for Martin Time. He got I, a look at that it. script. <laughs> Martin Time. And he knew what to do. Uh, so I'm on imme- it. immediately after we get the glory that is Martin Time, a little red-haired girl who nobody was tricked into not recognizing from the title poster as being the girl with a belt over her nipples. Uh, she walks in and says, 
Uh, it's time for your interrogation. Come with me, sir. And he goes, oh, my God, interrogation. They're going to torture me. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk. And she goes, no, no, no. If you get all the way through the torture, you can go free. And he goes into the room, and this little waifu, red-haired girl, uh, sits, gets, sit, tells him to sit down on the bed and get ready for the interrogation. And then a pop-up pops up in front of him that says, the, the following scenes are adult in nature. Do you want to continue, yes or no? And because he is the dumbest motherfucker alive, he thinks that that means he's going to get his dick sucked finally, and so he presses yes. Naturally, of course, she chains him to the table and starts talking about cutting off his legs because she's into that shit. Uh, what's are funny you, about like, this... Are you not? Like, I mean, that's like... No, no, I'm not. I feel like it's pretty normal. And yeah. it's okay to be into it, but what uh -huh. it's not okay to be is so into it that you have a main character who pisses himself <laughs> while oh. getting his legs cut off. Like, he did it I, again, guys. I, I he love, did it again. This shit is almost hilarious. He did it again. Just, just because, like, does anyone think that this is sexy? I don't think so. I think the intent was just that they thought that, oh, you know, like, I've seen these hentais where, like, these girls pee themselves and everyone gets off on it. Great. So we're going to put it in our anime and the guy's going to do it. And this girl's gonna love it. She's gonna, she's gonna literally come because this guy peed in his pants, and then he's gonna cry and say he can't take it anymore after he gets one tiny little cut on his leg. Oh God, Fantastic. so fucking great! Man knows how to pee shit. his pants. That's for sure. And then a title appears on his thing because uh, the the way you you don't level up in this game, you just get titles that yeah. explain things that happened to you, and he gets. Well, like had an accident or like bedwetter yeah, yeah. in his fucking he, title. It's like a cheat code for him too. He gets out of the scenario because he was a bedwetter. So like yeah, yeah. that means that like <laughs> the developers put in a a thing where they're like, oh shit, this guy's like way too much of a piss baby. Like get him out, get him out. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, the better part is that so the girl who's supposed to be sucking his dick slash teaching him how to play the game goes in at the last second. It's like, oh my god, this is so cool. I've never seen anyone pass the interrogation this way. You, you've discovered a completely new thing in a game that's over 10 years old. And he's just like, I'm never playing this game ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he logs out. And they, they all just stare at the spot where he once was as he logs out. Oh, my God. I, that was so fucking funny. I don't even know if that was supposed to be intentionally funny or not, but I fucking lost it. <laughs> I don't think it was. I think it was meant to be a, a moment of uh, oh my God. realization uh, I want you guys to know this fucking game ever again. I want you to know I found Martin's voice actor. It is I he doesn't seem to act in Other Side Picnic, which is the greatest bummer I can offer. Uh-huh. But his name is Haruki Ishia. Okay. That's it. I just wanted Man's, you to know. Well, thank oh, you. oh thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I'm very I'm glad that I know this information and have I'm promptly forgotten. I'm doing it for it. you guys. You know, it's you know. I'm we'll remember that name, out. Rookie Shia. We'll remember your fucking name forever. Who was he? Hmm. You say something. <laughs> episode huh? two, right? Yeah. Well, wasn't that? Wasn't that? That's episode three. I, I'm done talking yeah. about it. Oh, oh, oh thank you. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, in case I haven't reiterated it, uh, the little girl who goes crazy and wants to kill the main character uh, is the greatest character in the show, 
And one instance in which she gets even fucking cooler is that at one point she corners him and she's going to cut him up and butcher him. Uh, but the but the dick-sucking friend who's supposed to be helping him play the game uh, yep. distracts her by turning into a fairy and punching her in the eye. Yes. And there's just there's this dumbass scene where this little fairy is throwing consecutive normal punches forward and the other girl goes, ah, ah, my eye, ow, oh, ow, oh, and does absolutely nothing to stop the continual punching of her eye. Correct. But then the MC can't... runs away. MC runs away. And well, later, because like she's invisible, so like that's the reason. Whatever. Yeah, you go, don't even reel back when someone punches you. Yeah. So later on, you the the MC is just walking down the street. He's getting the procession of shame from Game of Thrones, as he's yep. being led with a collar down the road. Oh, this was actually kind of funny. He's being led yeah, down the road, uh, and the procession of shame, and the guards leading him down, and all the people come out of the town, and go like, "Oh my God, that's the guy who killed that fucking guy." I can't believe he's such a piece of shit. And the and the uh, the main character goes, oh man, I just I just want to get this over with. I want to get there. And he gets hit in the head with a rock. Yeah. And suddenly all the people are throwing rocks at him. And he goes, ah, what the fuck, guard? Why don't you stop this? And the guard just turns back to him and goes, uh, we have a little tradition in our town. <laughs> and he goes, wait, yeah. you're, you can't. This isn't a tradition. He says, yeah, I hate it too. They hit me with the rocks. <laughs> he starts getting hits with rocks too. They throw yeah. rocks at the fucking cops. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. He's like, "Yeah, I hate this part too." And then he gets hit. He's like, "Yeah, they hit me too." He gets hit, and he's like, "What the frick?" All right, that's enough. <laughs> you you guys, guys hit me one too many. It. And then I like as they're walking away, one of the guys in the crowd goes, "Ugh, we gotta get warmed up for next time." <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, town's a lot, whole huh? purpose was to throw rocks at people. <laughs> God, they live for that shit. <laughs> I we didn't really get a lot of other entertainment in this town, so I am going to throw these rocks at you full tilt. I just want to let you know that. Oh. Well, if that's all you got to say, Jay, then uh, then it's just it's time to, to sell it, boys. Sell me your anime and why it should move on. Jay, start. Easy. Shit's funny. <laughs> I want to see what other awful shit happens to him. The second they start talking about his sad as fuck backstory, I'm out. Okay. The second enough. he gets powerful, I'm out. I am here to see a fucking isekai protagonist get dumpstered on again and again and again. I want absolutely nothing to go right for this little shitheel. And I am going to laugh every step of the way as he encounters nothing but misfortune. Well, okay. Ethan, try to sell me on Seven Nights. Nice oh. fucking try, Ethan. I don't even want to. I don't care. Can, it's can your I? Job. Hey, can I? Can I have my one JW pass? You know. Did uh, I get a pass? Where? No. Then I. Well, then you don't get one. JW gets to make up his own passes sometimes because he's the cooler half of the introduction. And I'm because you can't fucking make Damn me it. do things. That's, <laughs> that's true. Um, okay. I am not like the spineless main character of Seven Kingdoms, or whatever the hell his shit's called. Seven nights, seven seven eight, nights, eight crazy nights, seventeen kings nights. raid, kings raid, seven night revolution. We we need like an actual name for these like the the style of anime that this is where it's just oh great it's great style oh okay got it yeah so, great yeah, design. speaking of great design speaking of it being great um um mm. I'm trying to there's like no upside to this. Uh, it has funny moments 
because of how awful the dialogue is. Um, the action's horrible. I don't want to recommend this, and that's that's it. We're, that, that's I guess the, the the weapon scenes are dumb. That's it. All right. Well, it's uh, not good. We'll start with votes. Ethan, me, then Jay. Ethan, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going full dive. <laughs> okay, but why? Um, yeah, I mean, full dive because, like, it actually is funny to watch, and they don't intend that. Like, sometimes they, they do set up jokes, but, like, the jokes are not good, so, like, whatever. Um, for the most part, I think it's hilarious that this man continues to go into the game no matter how horrible it is. And there's literally, like, the, the show doesn't really try to convince you that it's a good decision by him. Like, it doesn't say, like, so let's say you were, like, this would be horrible, and I'm not encouraging it, but, like, if you were an abuse victim where you literally tried to escape to a better world, and this was the better world because, like, you were <laughs> abused worse oh God, in yeah. real life, like, then there would be a reason for him to do this. But, like, his life isn't that bad. There's, like, no reason for him to do this. It's yeah, ludicrous Yeah, he's sad he at school, it. okay, and he doesn't seem to have many friends. Shit, Probably you know what, that's a, really a fucking point. sociopath, but whatever. Probably. But yeah, it's full dive. This thing has so much potential, and uh, I, I'm ready to watch all of it. Yeah, I'm going full dive, too. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's an anime that uh, tried to uh, uh, subvert our expectations by being the anime where then everything goes wrong for the character, and where they tried to be funny, they weren't. Where they didn't try to be funny, they were. And that's, that's what this anime is, is you're not trying to really be funny, because otherwise you'd be a good anime if you tried to be funny and you were. These were jokes that, like, it's Martin time. I guarantee probably wasn't supposed to be that funny. Or the guy's getting thrown rocks at him. Ah, I hate this part, too. was inevitably much more funny in the context of everything. So I'm excited to see where it goes. But Jay's right. I agree with Jay that if this starts to turn into, uh, he gets like a, what is that called? The Hero's Journey? I'm out. Yeah, if he's the Jay fucking chosen good. one, I'm out. Yep, I agree. Jay, what do you got? Oh, I'm going full dive. <laughs> no, wow. you don't say. Wow, that's weird. You don't, that is, whoo. No one saw that coming. No one sleep. could have seen it who coming. Could, who could have seen it coming? Who? No one. All right, well, that means that uh, next week uh, we're going to have Full Dive versus 86. Oh, no. Uh, episodes 4, 5, and 6. Which one can Good disappoint God. me first? <laughs> that's true. That's what it's going to come down to. Who I'm excited for who? this week. This, that's going to be a good week. matchup. It's going to be a good matchup. Well, now to everyone's favorite part of Yay! the anime showdown, uh, is what uh, what are our called shots and did anybody get some points? Jay, let's start with you. Seven nights, a boob goes from clavicle to belly button. No, you had the, you no. had, you had the opposite. Now it still could, but I it's doubt still, it. Based now, on the art to be scheme. fair, to be fair, the headmistress of the academy has tits like you would not believe. However. Yeah. They go perfectly horizontal. Yes, True. they do. Yeah, they stick out like uh, they fungus. go forward about a foot. <laughs> now, if they were they were obeying the laws of gravity, they very much would touch her belly button. <laughs> yes, Agreed. but they don't. So, but they don't. Still, no points. So until they get the scene where she, I don't know, just gets out of bed and doesn't have whatever fucking wire-based rig is attached to her chest to hold those fucking melons up. Then I do not get a point. Okay. Fair enough. And full dive. <laughs> Spouses, Hitler-esque <laughs> propaganda. You know what? At this point, it would be an improvement. 
<laughs> it would be the funniest shit ever. Oh, hey. hey but it has the, not happened space. yet. That's the free space, everyone. You think we it's free, it. but it ain't always free. That's true. We Sometimes almost made it without work. it. Sometimes you got to work for it. Uh, Ethan, what do you got for me, buddy? Um, oh, wait, hold on. JW's winner is gone. He had seven nights as the winner. Ooh, I that's did. right, Jay. Bring I am a dum-dum. What an idiot. Ooh. Um, my dark horse is still alive with full dive, and I, that's a pretty good dark horse. That is oh, a, yeah. It's well, coming in. Unless he, gets, unless he gets the hero's journey, then uh, <laughs> get <laughs> out of here. Go. We'll get fucking rent-a-girlfriend so hard. Uh, uh, let's see here. For Seven Nights Revolution, I have beret people will have a French accent. We haven't even made it to those fuckers yet. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to have to uh, – uh, maybe I'll like go back and look or something and see if they have it. I don't know. We can find uh, out probably one be in the day. Um, let's see here. Full dive. Uh, the red hair is the like the the torturer's power is that she can literally come apart, and I don't think that's going to happen. Ooh, Although no, she did, for the so record, either. she wanted to take someone apart. Yeah, she true. did. She wanted to take him arm from leg. So you were close. Uh, your words were there, but they weren't in the right order. Yeah, well, we so. can put it in the right order if we take no. it apart. We just have to take it apart. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get anything. I, I don't no. think she's gonna have some crazy power. I, I don't think power is really in the in the cards here. I agree. Yeah. All right, and then uh, anything for yeah, your dark horse got it. Okay, me, my boring is Seven Nights Revolution. The question is, is which one do you think is more boring, Pretty Boy Detective or Seven Nights Revolution? I think Pretty I think Boy Detective was more boring. I think we got way more of a conversation out of Seven Nights Revolution, well, just from the Hitler-esque propaganda it was espousing. <laughs> Well, then, so far, that means you're going to be in the lead with that one, Jay. Hey! Unless, something, unless something jumps off a cliff and becomes more boring, you'll probably get that point, which is exciting. That's a, that was a good call. Didn't see it coming. All right. Uh, Seven Nights Revolution. Transformed to alpha male as his power. I mean, uh, <laughs> not literally, but... I mean, you, you were actually <laughs> relatively close. Yeah. I think I was pretty when, freaking close for when this When he one. fucking transforms, also, his entire personality shifts. Yeah. yeah. And do you want to hear something? So I looked ahead because Seven Nights just lost. Can I tell you why I think I kind of deserve this point a little more? Do it. Yeah, I don't have to give it to me yet. So it turns out... So, spoiler to anybody listening. This is what happens in Seven Nights Revolution. If you don't want to hear the ending of what an amazing tale this is, don't listen. Um, it turns out that the spirit um, that is possessing... Or, you know, the... the yeah. Whatever, the link between... The ancestor. The guy Nemo. Yeah, the ancestor. Turns out that that guy actually killed Nemo and then took over his body and erased his memories. I, okay, I Whoa. fucking... <laughs> okay. So he actually is an alpha chad. Oh my god. Okay. You know what? You take that point. So I don't I think was you thinking, could have called that any more specifically if you tried. I was thinking there was a fair shot that the the like his over the shoulder dude was just straight up evil. Because they like all treat him like it's so weird. And the, I don't know, it was like something about it made me think that he was just literally a bad guy. So yeah, you can you can have the point. Yes. All right, full dive references VR porn. It could still happen. Yes, it does. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> There's I guess a literal the... thing that comes up that says this is an adult VR porn situation. <laughs> God, do you damn want it, to continue? So yes Fuck or you. no? It's there. Hey, look at that, guys. 
And just I mean, like uh, that, Mike is also, firmly. I, I want to, but here's the thing. So Jay, I'm gonna give you most boring for a pretty boy detective right now. Okay. Because I don't think anything's gonna become more boring. But if it we happens, can change well, it later. But yeah, L- look at the here's fucking the, here's point the thing. solidarity Ethan, we have. I would I would have the same amount of points, Ethan. Three, if I had just put a musical number for all eight animals, because <laughs> yeah. there have been three this season <laughs> with Amazing. a musical number, including this one with Seven Nights Revolution. Where a girl starts off with a sonata for zero reason. <laughs> That's true. Just gonna it point is that out. Amazingly stupid. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose Seven Nights Revolution, uh, and then Winner Mars Red. Yeah, I guess I'm still in there. It's for still winter. in. I don't it's think still so. in. I think Ethan has the best chance of having the dark horse. Uh, but we'll see. Well, I don't know. Kestis. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, we're looking at both of those are going to be exciting. That's so, something, man. Oh, my God. Full dive win. So the point spread is me at three, Jay at two, Ethan at zero, right where we all belong. Yes, that's right. <laughs> everything yeah, just... is as fate intended. Yeah, everything has its place. And um, that's what I learned from these anime today. I understand okay, that Ethan. the nobles are better. Mike just has the divine right to rule. I know. I it know. I, I, sometimes I go to bed hoping that maybe I'll have it one day, but it, it just doesn't work like that. And I need to You think you to... can fight fate, Ethan? Huh? <laughs> no. You think no. you can fight you. against your fate? No, not anymore, Dad. Not anymore. Uh, all right, so that's next week. Full Dive versus 86. Episodes yep. four, five, and six. Good lord, am I excited for this? Yeah, and I'm telling and you already, there's there's some good shit enjoyable. coming. Good. I freaking hope so. I'm excited. Let's go. All right. Well, once again, thanks for listening to Crappy Anime Showdown. Uh, I didn't do it at the beginning, but here we are at the end. So I'll say we also have a Twitter at Crappy Anime SD, where our producer puts up the um, puts up the bracket as it advances. So follow along there, uh, and uh, just have a good week until we talk to you next. Bye. You and that itchy trigger finger. When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. Keep up. Remember?